Hubhopper Originals. Hey, hang in there. This is Omkar Chaudhary. Welcome to House of Josh Podcast Season Three in association with Pan Out Media. Let's get going with what's happening new in the entertainment industry. What are celebrities doing? The internal gupshup, that fun during the game segment, to the fitness routine of the celebrity. We got you all covered under one podcast show. So without any further ado, put your hands together and let's welcome our dearest next guest. Hello and welcome to House of Josh podcast in association with Pan Out Media. I'm Omkar Chaudhary, your host. Our guest for today is connoisseur of astronomy. Of lately, he perceived his growth in astronomy, but he's a fabulous actor. I mean, I know this sounds to be a little bit obnoxious, but never mind. Joining me today is extremely bona fide actor to talk more about his acting career, his nuances related to film, his upbringing in the Chakraborty family. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mimo Chakraborty. Welcome, Mimo, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And Mimo, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I'm very thankful that you know you took out your time to be over here on this portal and talk more about the beautiful uh, questions that we have uh, lined up for you. Absolutely, I'm excited. I'm very excited. All right, Mimo. So, uh, Mimo, as we all know, you'll be out there in Jogira Sararara, and it's an absolutely like you know uh, through the news that we have got, it seems to be like we as audience are superb excited. We have Neha Sharma, we have you in it, we have Nazuddin Siddiqui. Uh, a great star cast is there into the film. So, tell us like how excited are you about the film? Like you know, uh, after a while, we'll be getting to see you on this big screen. What is your take on it? i am of course uh, very excited about the project i think um, every actor who's a part of any project he or she does they are uh, they become very excited about it because they invest the time and energy into it and uh, they become a part of that story and then uh, as an actor uh, we become excited because we want to tell that story to you to the audience so it's a it has been a very beautiful journey and uh, i'm very excited about the film unfortunately i can't talk much more about the story mm-hmm. of the film because you know i don't want to give away any surprises right and, but this it's a story about everyone it's a story mm-hmm. about you it's a story it's a story about the 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 person who goes to work every day in the morning you know it's a very connective story it's a very relatable story mm-hmm. and it's a very nice light-hearted comedy it's got romance it's got comedy it's got uh, satire it's got everything in it and it's got a, a lot of realism in the film it's based in lucknow it's mm-hmm. based on the people of lucknow you know mm-hmm. and how uh, these certain characters get intertwined in the story that's a very beautiful way our director kushan nandi has written the script and it was an absolute bona fide pleasure to be a part of it wonderful and as an actor what does this film mean to you Well, it means a lot because uh, you know, as you mentioned uh, in the in, in the introduction, that you're going to be seeing going to be seeing me after a while on the big mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. It is because the struggle is real. You know, the grind is real, and uh, there are many thousands of excuses I can tell you, and you know, thousands of reasons I can give you. But the the truth is that you have to go audition, and only if you get selected, you get a work. You get you get okay. a role. Mm-hmm. That way. I bagged this role. I met the casting director, Jogi Ji. Of course, even his name is Jogi Ji. Yeah, yeah. I'm 
indebted to him for this opportunity and he gave me this opportunity to play this role and it was a complete transformation role like the watch you've seen me in my previous films mm-hmm. it's going to be nothing an out and out different character which i've played from the hair to the looks to the clothing to the walking to the mm-hmm. way he responds situations to his nature right. to the way to his characters everything was researched me kushan sir mm-hmm. we all sat down he broke down the character okay whether he should wear slippers or not whether what kind of a bag he's going to carry you know to that much of detail detail so i was very yes exactly so i'm very excited about this character because i i think for the first time the audience and the industry alike are going to see me perform mm-hmm. a very different character you know it's not a it's not an action hero or an out and out comedy hero he's a very relatable character of india you know and he's a very simple character but he's also his his counters to situations are very funny mm-hmm. it's a very circumstantial comedy so for me it's a very big challenge and i'm i hope when the people see this film they're very happy with the performance absolutely and uh, memo the way you've sort of given out i think we are super excited to see you in this unconventional something new that you're bringing for all the audience out over there and uh, thank you thank you so much and also memo like you know in one of your interviews you mentioned that you know uh, even mithunda never believed in paid pr or to just get out there noisy and buzzy and i think it's same as with you i think uh, uh, we we never see you like you know very much into a noisy or a buzzy way i think you're more into the subtle way when it comes to the pr and being a part of this industry so what is your take on this see i i'm a very personal guy to begin mm-hmm. with sorry i'm a very private guy mm-hmm. to begin with you know i i don't I, for me low profile is you know i just want my work to speak for me i mean again there's nothing wrong in going out and you know interacting with people from the industry or you know meeting your friends i respect everyone who does that mm-hmm. but me personally i i i'm i'm the kind of guy like if you know me personally mm-hmm. i'm the kind of guy who's going to go to a shoot and then come back to his home you know i'm right. that kind of a guy i don't like venturing out for me everything is at home or it's at work whether i travel down to uti or whether i am here for working or when if you're shooting somewhere like in lucknow for instance mm-hmm. for me it's shoot gym home you know that's right. that's the kind of guy i am and i and i really enjoy that so for me as you said dad has always been a very low key person very low profile person mm-hmm. and he's taught me that and i'm very happy to be that person that even today like when i'm giving this interview to you mm-hmm. i'm happy you started off with the work question you know about my film mm-hmm. because that's the kind of guy i am and you know as an actor i think it's my duty to give my performance first out there mm-hmm. and then everything else later because that's my first job that's my first duty absolutely absolutely memo and uh, you know like saying on the same te- i mean on the same context even talking about the social media thing because today i feel that you know everything is out there on social media it's instagram out there it's buzzing with the number of followers and the brands and then the paparazzi so so the things have sort of like you know they've been divided the things have been sort of divided out there because right now uh, actor's life is not really related to he being performing into a film it's it's much more now it's an influential uh, people out there actors are endorsing brands they have been spotted out there so so in this entire spectrum do you feel that somewhere the the nuances of an actor or the main work on an actor is sort of getting diluted see uh, today we live in the digital age mm-hmm. you know everything is about the device you're carrying on your hand if the entire world is now in in the palm of your hand literally 
so of course that's power you know that is power given to all of us mm-hmm. and how we utilize it it's upon each other for me personally i don't like to be on social media not just because of the trolls i mean mm-hmm. trolls are everywhere in the world you know yeah. <laughs> you can't escape them it's not just on the internet they're everywhere but the point is for me as i told you i'm a very private person and you know i just want that my work only speaks for me nothing okay. else you know mm-hmm. I, i don't like for me personally like my 12 year journey in the industry mm-hmm. i've understood that life is all about certain things in life certain 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 people certain areas certain things for me personally like my mm-hmm. wife is on social media she's go, she's going to be touching 1 million followers very soon absolutely yeah so i i i in fact yeah i in fact keep on urging her i keep on asking her you know how many followers are today and what are the brand endorsement offers you getting today because she it's like flooded with endorsements and you know uh, collaborations and everything Mm-hmm. so i i do believe that in today's times being on instagram or facebook or twitter is a very big importance mm-hmm. i get that you know how many but for me for me personally i believe it's a rat race i believe it's a comparison mm-hmm. uh, outlet that mm-hmm. okay mine is bigger than yours you know yeah. basically it comes down to that mm-hmm. for me personally yeah. and i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy who does that to anybody i mean everybody is fighting the good fight mm-hmm. everybody is trying to make it everybody wants everything in life So I don't want to be out there showing it to the world that see I've got this before you or I have this now do you have it you know yeah. indirectly indirectly I, I don't true. want to be that. yeah like I mean of course we're not going to say it outrightly that see I have this do you have it but you know where it's bragging rights you know Absolutely. whether it's the house you have or the vacation you're going or the car you drive mm-hmm. it's all about bragging rights social media especially instagram what i believe because it's a video platform it's a photo mm-hmm. platform so it's basically about what you're doing in your day of course mm-hmm. like you know how your day is going right. and uh, the people you're interacting and the cars you're driving so i don't want to be in that mess you know <laughs> i i'm very happy being left off i'm happy yeah. with my family pets and my work and my games and my classes i'm very happy with that right i mean it's it's a less of a headache to be very honest Yeah, it's see you know what i to be honest i was on social media till 3 mm-hmm. or 4 years back mm-hmm. and i was one of those people that you know before before taking a bite of the food put it on snapchat put it on twitter put it on mm-hmm. facebook put it on instagram open your story so 15 minutes used to go before taking the first bite i was <laughs> one of those people so you know i i am not shame i'm not ashamed of admitting it i was once amongst those people mm-hmm. and again there's nothing wrong in being in it i'm not objectifying anybody saying that they're wrong Mm-hmm. this is just a personal opinion for me today where i am i'm better off you know i got yeah. time for many other things to do like i'm learning languages i'm doing courses on astronomy and history mm-hmm. and i i i'm i'm online you know playing multimedia games so i'm very happy doing those things instead of being on social media again very personal very personal thing to anybody else absolutely yeah. absolutely and uh, to be very honest uh, mimo i mean you have been brought up in a extremely privileged family you had great cultures on you while you were growing up so has a star kid like you know people perceive you as a star kid to be very honest and uh, there's has an actor you have been putting up your 100% out there like each and every actor out there in the industry but when the tag comes of nepotism do you feel that the hard work gets undernoticed under that See, to be honest, I personally don't think I'm in that net of nepotism mm-hmm. because uh, I'm still I'm still struggling to find my place in the industry. It's been twelve years since Jimmy 
and uh, i'm still trying to find my identity i'm still waiting for that opportunity i'm still waiting that you know the industry takes me seriously i'm still waiting that the audience gives me the love so mm-hmm. i don't believe i fall in that bracket of nepotism and coming to the topic of nepotism i believe it's very wrong to use that word for anybody who's from the industry now what happens is let's give an example all right like let's say i was uh, i was a fa- i was a son of an army sergeant Okay, mm-hmm. so I will definitely be involved in the army, correct? Mm-hmm. I will grow up in that atmosphere. I will learn everything about the army, and I might eventually get into the army. Right. So, how is that nepotism? A doctor's child will be mightily influenced by medicine, right. you know. So that doesn't mean that there's a nepotism there. They will definitely be uh, what do you call influenced by their surroundings. My mom was an actress. Mm-hmm. My dad is an actor. Mm-hmm. my father in law is has been a very big director my mother in law is still an actress my wife is an actress my brother is a writer my younger brother is getting launched my sister is doing acting courses it's the it's the environment we live in mm-hmm. so that doesn't cat- categorize us oh this is a nepotized family oh okay. they believe in nepotism oh they get the free ticket trust me nobody gets a free ticket nobody in this world nothing in this world comes for free everything comes with a price so you have to earn your right the only thing what happens is is that uh, star kids as we are tagged we get all the hate is because people think oh they get the offers they get the films no i still audition yeah. i still wait in line like everybody else my dad says it my name does not give you any privilege this is your fight you chose to be here you grind it out as a father i'm going to be there my mother says the same thing as a mother my love is always there but as a career this is your fight we can't go and audition for you we can't go and stand in front of the camera for you this is your fight so i believe nothing in life comes for free whoever has made it out there salute to them it's their hard work it's their discipline it's their dedication so that's the way. right i mean you know you dissecting it out in a layman's term was quite necessary so as to like you know get them glimpse of what actually goes into the family as you said it's all about the influence and nothing comes for free nothing right? nothing in life nothing good in life comes for free you know <laughs> bad things are easy good things you need to earn good things we need to earn absolutely so so uh, memo i mean my next question to you would be like you know what is the tough part of being in the industry i mean somewhere on the same context as you said like you know uh, as your parents can't go and audition or stand in front of the camera so that you know see he's my child he should be a part of it so so what do you think being uh, what is the tough part of the industry survival acceptance everything like it's it's one of the most toughest industries in the world not just the indian film industry but i think any industry when it comes to films television because see again in layman's terms let me tell you let me break it down for you mm-hmm. i want to mention to you that i go for auditions correct mm-hmm. let's say i'm going for a web series audition and i'm playing it's an it's an audition for a cop for example Okay, right. and Im- imagine the probability for that same role. Mm-hmm. There'll be two thousand other boys auditioning for the same role right. because they all want to make it. Yeah. They all want the audition. So the probability of me getting that role is mm-hmm. a zero point one percent. That's the probability ratio. Mm-hmm. So it's so difficult because see, we all believe that oh, I'm going for audition. I'm going to nail it. I'm going to get the role. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me. But ninety nine point ninety nine percent that doesn't happen. you see because it's you are amongst one of the millions of people who want to make it who want to make their dreams come true and who want to be a part of the project now if you go to imdb 
Mm-hmm. And if you rate, if you see how many actors are there, I think there are more than two, three million actors. Right. More than that. More than who have that. enlisted just an ID in IMDb. So imagine the probability ratio. It's a zero point one percent ratio. So for so it's a very tough industry. It's it's survival. It's luck. It's it's absolute destiny and fate to be lucky enough to get that. Panout Media, an all-rounder video production agency with a motto: We create, you inspire. A supportive team that will help you boost your sales, make you look super professional, and stand out with the crowd. Reach out to them for more details and rates on Instagram at @panoutmedia or visit panoutmedia.com. Absolutely, as you said that. And while you spoke about the entire process of audition, I think the one word that was ringing in my head was rejection. I think that's the one thing that an actor has to go on a day-to-day basis whenever he or she confronts the camera and the casting director. So, so tell us Nimmo, like you know, it's, it's something a deep and a personal question. How do you deal with it? See, uh, failure is. I think we all actors should put a name badge over here. calling mm-hmm. ourselves failure because everybody has failed in audition somewhere right. in their point in life maybe it's a film they have failed in or maybe it's a role they couldn't give justice to mm-hmm. or like trust me like this jogira sarara imagine how many auditions i've given before this for so many films and so many web shows and i got this one project mm-hmm. so that is the probability like as an actor when it comes to a rejection it's something every actor should be prepared for the first thing like you know if there are institutions of acting or anybody teaches you acting i mm-hmm. think the first lesson they have to teach you is the lesson of rejection the <laughs> lesson of failure because that is something we all have to go through and it's a 99% 100% sorry 99% guaranteed fact that you will be a failure in your auditions <laughs> and you will get rejected that is something we all have to do today because of 12 years of struggling and understanding mm-hmm. and waiting mm-hmm. some part of me has become very strong right. you know there are days when i break down there are days but those days are lesser compared to the days i fight back right. you know fall nine get up 10 so mm-hmm. it's the getting up 10 which is now more dominant than the falling nine part Right, right. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Mimo, this is one of the very honest interviews that I'm having because not everybody is so open or so lucid about their entire feelings. And I'm very thankful to you for really dissecting it out and making us understand all the miniature aspects of the industry out there. Uh, Absolutely, because see, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you. No. Because you see, the thing is, mm-hmm. the thing is, see, I, uh, the thing is, see, people see from a third person's point of view. They right. see that, oh, okay. he or she is this they are going to get this like i believe i'm just a struggler like everybody else my name has not given me any benefit and i'm very happy mm-hmm. it has not given me any benefit because today if i'm very proud of the films i've done is because i've earned them with my own merit whether it's just seven films or six films it doesn't matter mm-hmm. today for me jogira karara is an accomplishment for myself because mm-hmm. i was selected through my talent it was not because dad or mom called jogi ji and said mimo kulel Mm-hmm. it was because i auditioned they liked me kushan nandi met me he did a look test several look tests for there mm-hmm. it's not like he met me as a okay the one several look tests for there i was like till the last moment i thought i'm not going to be in it you know he called me la one more time like the last time when he called me i'm like okay so i need to pack my bags because he's saying that i might not be the one but thank touch wood it was the other way around i got selected so i'm very happy and proud of this merit so you know that's the reality of being here in the industry
Right, right, absolutely. And Mimo, now dating back to childhood, how was your notion with acting? Like, is this something that you really want to perceive from the childhood, or uh, like, how was it? How was the entire uh, surroundings over there? How was your upbringing out there? See, we travel a lot. We were in Mumbai, and then we shifted to Uti. We came back to Mumbai. Dad used to go to shoots everywhere, so we used to go with him. Sometimes mm-hmm. I had to bunk school a lot of times. You know, sometimes ten days in a month, maybe oh. once seven days in a month. You know, because he used fun. to miss us. So, yeah, I mean, you know, but I used to come back and do a lot of homework. <laughs> That's a different story for a different day. But uh, see, as I told you, you know, I've 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 been raised in uh, the movie business. Mm-hmm. I've seen Dad working. I've seen him do four four shifts. I've seen him work every day. Even today, he's working and he's doing it all for us. You know, mom raised us with the utmost humility. She mm. never once made us feel, which is a blessing that you know we breathe anything else besides oxygen. Because in the end, we all breathe the same air. Absolutely, we all drink the same water. We all eat the same food. My my cooks will go to the same vegetable vendor and order the same, buy the same vegetables. You know, there is no difference between us or anybody. Mm-hmm. I believe that I'm very happy, and I hope that the people also see that. But as I coming back to your question, yeah, I never persuaded acting. It, it's kind of a weird story because I always did plays in school. Like I was always intrigued doing uh, stage shows in school, and I was very excited to perform. But uh, like right now, you know, I I have developed a physique through CrossFit and through mixed martial arts. But when I was in school, I was very I was bullied. because of being a lot of overweight and you know having big big glasses so i never had the confidence of you know oh okay i might lose weight and i'll be an actor someday but mm-hmm. then uh, as destiny had it rithik roshan came with kahona pyare it became mm-hmm. a phenomenon he got uh, he became an overnight star and the news came came coming out that many children from the industry are now going to try their luck in movies so okay. in that in that in that road somewhere i got a phone call you know mm-hmm. i got a call, phone call for a film and i was too young i was i think 16 or 17 and dad told the director see he is too young let me ask him whether he even wants to pursue this mm-hmm. so he came up to me he said okay i said you know what i am doing my studies why not give it a shot why not start working out and you know start eating properly maybe mm-hmm. just a maybe mm-hmm. but then that maybe started giving me confidence i started losing the weight i started feeling good about myself i started doing many courses in karate and horse riding kickboxing i went to america i did a short course on acting over there mm-hmm. so it all just gelled in it was kind right. of like you know that phone call kind of like you know uh woke up the actor inside of me and said oh. okay you know i need to try this and when i did of course i'm still learning a lot i still have miles to go until the day i stop acting i think i will never stop learning so of course i have lot to learn mm-hmm. but uh it's just something i love now you know that's how this destiny was written as i told you it's all about fate it's all about so fate. i believe yeah exactly so you know fate brought me here and mm-hmm. i'm very happy to be here right and memo like you know uh, as you said that you started losing weight and uh, you had this call i think uh, i was quite obliged and happy to see your performance in dance ke superstar the beautiful dance you had done over there in front of the oh, yeah, panel yeah, of yeah. judges and like you know everybody applauded and the energy with which you performed i think it's so promising and like you know even you, till the you. date it is so relevant and yesterday night i got an opportunity uh, to like you know sort of go through the entire thing and like you know amazing we love that energy i mean it's still relevant in 2021 <laughs> 
Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. Thank you. And and Mimo, like you know, there's one more factor which really matters in the industry that is being relevant. So so how do you sort of keep up with that relevancy? How do you sort of keep up with the part of being relevant in the industry? I believe that, as you said, it's it's actually a very important thing to be relevant. It's very important to being up to the times. And uh, as I told you, luckily with the phone in our hand, mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. is accessible today. I I have this morning ritual. You know, mm-hmm. I will get up. I will I will grind my coffee beans. I will make my coffee. Mm-hmm. I will sit and read all the news in the world. What is happening? Okay. In the pot, that's like the favorite place to sit and read everything in peace. <laughs> and then when I come out, uh, when I'm sitting, I'm sitting with mom. You know, my wife goes for shooting in the morning, so I sit with mom, sit with dad whenever he's here, and I make sure I read all the news of what is happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, is if there is any new project happening, or what actor did what, what are the kids doing nowadays? I make sure that I read all this, even though I'm not on social media. Mm-hmm. I still make it a point to understand. Okay, this is a trend, or this is what is acceptable right now. Okay, these kind of movies people like now. <laughs> like you know, I seen Dilruba was an amazing film. I loved the film yeah. and how beautifully they all enacted. So you know, these I I watch because of Netflix and Amazon. The world has be- has come down to your remote. You can right. in fact just watch any show in the world. So mm-hmm. I make it a point to watch new shows. I make it a point to understand the what the wa- audience wants to see now, what they like. So that's the kind of place where I am. So that's how I stay up to date and relevant because it's very important. Otherwise, you get washed away in the show. You know. <laughs> exactly because when you talk about show business it's something very huge and tremendous so being uh, like you know up to date with what you said i you know but how do you feel like you know the kids right now out over there maybe we are talking about alia or maybe talking about ananya ishan what's your take on that when you sort of look at i believe they are freaking talented mm-hmm. and i believe they deserve all the success they have achieved and more because their power of talents whether it is ananya being a teen icon whether it is alia just being alia but the performance she does right. whether it is ishan whether it is all the new guys who are coming in you know mm-hmm. i uh, tapsi has i'm a very big fan of tapsi so it's it's just you can just see right now that this powerhouse of young generation talent just pouring in the industry mm-hmm. whether it's directors whether it's producers whether it's right. writers whether it is you know ayushman the superstar of the industry right now mm-hmm. so it's just it's just so much of opportunities right. before the, the before the landscape was very minimal <laughs> today the hero is no longer the guy who destroys 50 tanks right. today the hero is the guy who sells the chai on the tea stall that is the right. most beautiful thing about this generation that they have changed the hero and the heroine outlook today the heroine is the girl who can do a surrogacy like priti sonan and mimi <laughs> you know that is so, right. something so beautiful whether it is whether it is the digital era or whether it is the the broadness of the youth today i believe the opportunity has become very big that is why mm-hmm. i got a role like jogira sarala it's because of these if it is because of these talented powerhouses because they opened the doors to so many opportunities mm-hmm. you don't have to be oh you don't have to be the guy with the big muscles and the six pack abs anymore you don't have to be the girl who's always you know dancing today today there are women who put men to who put men to shame because that is i'm so happy with that right. you know, because i believe feminism has to be that feminism has to be encouraged <laughs> today when i see when i see my wife performing on her show it's like you can see the power of talents just pouring in everywhere 
So I'm very yeah. happy that, you know, all these young guys are making it big and I wish to work with them someday because I'll get to learn so much from them because they are today's generation. They are the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, Mimo, like I'm so happy to listen to the entire positive notion that you have about the entire thing, because back then having an interaction with the people from the industry, somewhere they were sort of a bit envious or somewhere they felt like, you know, they've been pulled down and this powerhouses are coming over and taking off. But I think it's completely contradicting to what I've heard before. So, I mean, we need this positivity out there. Absolutely. See, I, I, I see, I will not lie to you that when it comes to envy, I'm and definitely, I'm very envious. I mean, mm -hmm. I believe that envy is the fuel which drives you. But, it's, but how do you use that envy is the most important thing. Do you put people down or do you make yourself better? Because that mm -hmm. is very important. Right. You know, there's a very big difference in using envy. I, don't, I of course, I also want to be in all the films uh, these people are doing. I also want to be in all the shows in Netflix and Amazon. I want to be everywhere. Of course, but I can't be. You know, I have to be practical. I know that my opportunity will come and when it comes... I need to give my 100%. I don't have to put that notion in my head that, oh, am I better than him? Am I better mm -hmm. than her? I just have to be the best version of myself. Because mm -hmm. that way I am at peace and I am satisfying my hunger of the actor and I'm entertaining the audience. You know, everything happens together. Everything happens together. Very true. And lastly, Mimo, like, you know, we say that, you know, anything that is blooming, it is the power of the seed. It is like, you know, the way it germinates. So dating back... What is that one key characteristics that you have taken away from your dad that has sort of helped you to be successful in the industry? What is that one thing that you will never lose? Maybe one's characteristics or one such value, ethics from him. One thing what I've learned from dad, which I'm still, I'm in awe of, is mm -hmm. his uh, integrity to the task at hand. The honesty to the task at hand. Like if I am Mimo right now, I am, I am a son, I'm a brother, I'm a friend, I'm a husband. Mm -hmm. I have to do these, these jobs with utmost sincerity. Okay. Tomorrow, when I am playing a character on film, mm -hmm. I have to give that character 100% sincerity. I can't half asset. I can't half play it, you know? Right. So that is what he's taught me. He said, whatever you do, do it with utmost sincerity. Even if you don't want to do anything, do that also with utmost sincerity. Don't do something just for the heck of it. Don't do it because others are telling you. Don't do it because you have to. Do it because you want to. Absolutely. You want to get up in the morning, do it for yourself. You want to go work out, do it for yourself. Do it with utmost sincerity. Don't, don't do it because people are telling you to do it. Don't mm -hmm. do it because you feel like, oh, this is how it... No. Do what your heart tells you, but do it with 100% sincerity. Because then there's nothing left to give. You're given your all. Every day... As you know, there's a saying, right? Get mm -hmm. up, dress up, show up. That's what he teaches. Always. Always. Absolutely. I mean, th that's so sweet, in fact. And that could be completely replicated out over here in even your performance and the way you sort of speak out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm, I'm learning from him, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Mimo, to be very honest, I enjoyed this entire conversation because I think it was a complete holistic conversation wherein we spoke about the films, about the culture, about your nuances. And definitely, we all are excited for Jogi Sarara because you told us so much more about it. It's an unconventional thing. There's so much of hard work that you have put in and you are surprising us with your performance. I am very excited about it and I wish that, you know, once COVID goes away and, you know, everybody's health is fine and the theatres are back to normal and everybody's mm -hmm. enjoying going back to the cinemas, Jogira will come in the cinemas and I hope you all enjoyed the way we enjoyed working in it.
Absolutely, absolutely. And once again, Vimo, thank you so much for being on part of How's the Josh podcast show. Same here. Thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. Hello everyone this was my time with Nimoy Chakraborty talking about his film graph talking about his filmography his culture of the way he has been brought about there absolutely it makes a lot of sense to me i had so much to learn from him uh, i'm very sure that even you guys have loved the podcast so do reach out to me at omkar@beyond and let me know what your thoughts are about this and stay tuned to house of josh podcast we come up with such amazing and absolutely stunning interviews out there so stay tuned to house of josh podcast do like share and subscribe until then see you soon take care bye bye this hub hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya agar aap bhi apna podcast launch karna chahte hain to hub hopper studio website pe register kare aur 1 minute ke andar andar apna khud ka podcast launch kare यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट।